Welcome back. What's up, guys? Welcome back to Average Takes. Your favorite podcast in the world. We're bringing Yo, what up? Big deadline. Big news in the MLB. And I'm here to bring you all of it. Every single bit. Let's get straight into it. July 30th was the MLB trade deadline. For all you didn't know, um, 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific trade deadline. It's gone past. It's August. And we're here to bring you everyone who was traded. So one of the last trades that happened right at the deadline. D-backs get right at the deadline. Hakeem Soria. Our D-backs trade Soria to Toronto is what I was trying to say. Um, Soria, decent reliever, has been better in the past, but another guy to beef up that Toronto bullpen as they added a lot. They added more than just that. We'll get to that a little bit later. Um, A big name that we've been talking about all year, Richard Rodriguez of Pirates. you told me it was impossible for him to be traded. And he goes to Atlanta right at the and deadline. he goes to Atlanta. God damn it. Atlanta made a lot more moves than I thought. I thought they were just going to shove a fork in that thing and call it a season. Well, it's just weird. Oh, they, 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 went, no, they just went with the mindset of Acuna does this much like productivity let's just get five guys who equal that productivity that he puts out so they literally did that they went and got out five they literally have like five outfielders now six outfielders yep and they have a ton of pitching literally bullpen dudes out crazy arms so yeah richard rodriguez is probably the best arm they acquired for sure guy was money Wish he was on a team in the NLS. Not going to say any of their names, but. <laughs> yeah, Rodriguez has been pitching under three ERA for the last three of the four seasons. 2-8-2 this year. And don't think the Pirates didn't get a lot. They got a 23-year-old prospect, a former top prospect, and then a current pretty high-level prospect, um, Bryson Wilson and Ricky DeVito from the Braves. So that's a good trade. Pirates building for the future, getting rid of a lot of guys um, at the deadline. But speaking of Braves moves, they got Adam Duvall back after he had a huge season with them last year. Mm-hmm. And then they also traded for Jorge Soler. So that fills two outfield holes that they had. They lost Acuna for injury. They lost Ozuna for personal reasons. But And they got Jock Peterson, too. Yeah, Jock Peterson a couple weeks ago. Yeah. So, Eddie Rosario? <clears throat> um, and Eddie Rosario. Eddie too. Rosario, yeah. They, they yeah. traded away um, a fan favorite, Pablo Sandoval. Yes, which was weird, but for him Pablo just to get not, cut, yeah, yep. yeah, and Indians they also traded um, San Diego native Alex Jackson, a catcher. I think he goes in the trade to the Pirates, but not too sure. But he's from San Diego, went to Rancho Bernardo, beast. Um, but th- yeah, that's a couple good moves for the Braves, Braves. to beef up their team. You know that. Um, helps for a team that's been dealing with a lot of crazy things this year, you know, 
wild season for the for Braves and Braves fans. But hey, at least your team's pushing to make moves to get better. Well, the, closer to contending. Yeah, closer and the, to contending. The Braves are lucky; they have a pretty solid core of guys like Freddie Freeman, Ozzy Osbies. Those are two Dansby. rare. Yeah, and Dansby. Yeah. Those are two rare like MLB type caliber players. And then you add Acuna in there, and that's where this team gets scary. But this seems good still now, even after the addition of all these guys. So they look to make a run after it. Uh, the Mets are down bad. No DeGrom. Um, he's for, out, yeah. out till um, probably early September, which is killer for this Mets because they, they're in a crazy tight race in the NL. Um, and one he, more thing on DeGrom before we get going. This is scary for MLB. Um, DeGrom is – one of the best pitchers in the entire league, and it seems like we've been losing top guys to injuries lately. You know, I haven't heard Verlander in a while. I don't know if he's going to make it back this year. You know, Glass now just Glass announced now, yeah. that he's undergoing Tommy John. So that would definitely be um, a punch in the gut for MLB fans if they lose him. So let DeGrom take all the time he needs. Rest for a month. I don't want to lose another top guy. Yeah, exactly. Well, Speaking and- about the Mets and pitching, <clears throat> one more thing that just came to my mind. Not signing their first-round pick, Kumar Rocker. That's wild to me. Kumar's had one wild. of the best seasons um, and careers in college sports. Um, for a baseball player, he fell in the draft, and maybe because of his medicals, and that was the reason that they didn't get a deal done. And I heard that the Mets didn't even offer him any money. Like why a new him? a new contract. Why draft him if why draft him? I mean that's what I meant, yeah. You know, like that's it's just a terrible terrible for both sides of dealing. Did you see what the owner tweeted? Yeah, prospects. Weird stuff. <laughs> yeah, the owner sent out a weird tweet at a f- 22 year old kid like yep. put it up when uh you get it when you put it on the screen right now yeah I, I will but um it it was talking about how prospects are like five times more than what they should sign for so at the, that slot value at the slot so value. The first round the prospects are signing for five times more of than what is their actual value or maybe that's what he was asking for and the owner is all like well, I'm only going to make that investment if I get five times my return. And, I mean. It's just weird because weird. Kamara has never had a problem. He had 43 straight starts, no injuries in his like, whole entire career. But what does he expect? Another Jacob DeGrom? Like, Jacob DeGrom was drafted in the fucking ninth round, tenth round. Yeah, shortstop. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Like, what like, obviously, DeGrom did not have miles on his arm. Like, Kumar had just finished – yeah. A career that he was the number one pitcher for a top program in the entire league. That made the, the World nation. Series. Yeah. He had a no-hitter in the World Series. Like, Yeah, like what? He, with, he's, with sticky stuff, though. He's a top prospect in the MLB still. Like, <laughs> like coming out of the draft you, and you're not signing him. Why not give him $6 million? He's a billionaire. Literally, you yeah. You are a billionaire. Okay. I just truly hope that this decision overall comes back to k- 
kick the Mets right in the ass because I'm a huge Kumar fan. He brings emotion, electricity, and he's just a great guy overall. We I listened to a video today of his college coach talking about him after um, the season ended, and they asked if Kumar would come back or what he thought. What are your thoughts on Kumar? He didn't have to talk baseball. He was just talking about how great of a human he is and how much he reflects off great um, parenting and growing up. And so I just feel like uh, MLB lost one, and he's going to get drafted next year. He's not going to go anywhere else. Somewhere. MLB didn't lose him. The Mets well, lost him. The Mets, Mets lost, lost him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. MLB, it, I think this hurts a little bit, the MLB, too, because we're not going to get to so see Kumar this, as soon. This is what's going to happen, though, because he only has one or two things, go back to college because he still has eligibility, or he's going to – He can't to do that. Try. I thought he can't do that. He could, but he, he announced – we're going his senior year. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. So, so basically, he's just gonna a year of working out. And the last guy to do that was, um, I think his name was Sean Lins Bloom or something like that. He took a year off, got drafted one one. Um, Brady Aiken did the same thing. He got drafted one one or one two or something, and took a year off. Went back. Uh, he got drafted again, same first round. So, I mean, next year expect him to be in the top. Five picks again, you one, know. One one like, again, or one one this time. Yeah, and I mean, especially it's with these next couple of years in college, I feel like a lot of the drafts are going to be with pitchers wise because of the COVID year. It gives everyone kind of an extra year of to develop, you know, to get better. So it's going to be interesting to see where how he gets better, what he's going to do because definitely is nasty. He has the stuff. He went to Vail, you know, like he's good. <laughs> So I don't know why the Mets couldn't just get a deal. Yeah. Bad move on the Mets part. Bad I, I definitely think so. I think this kid in a year is going to be ready to face major league hitters. It's the it could be it's the Fleming now. curse could be real. The Fleming curse if it if it <laughs> the curses the Mets somehow in like ten years, five years down the road, like a playoff game or something. Kumar starting yeah. a playoff game. Versus yeah. The Mets. He I can't wait for that storyline. I can't wait I can't for that. Wait. Yeah, I'm yeah. a huge Kumar you, Rocker fan. You already know it's going to happen. Right you already know that's... Yeah, Mets are setting themselves up for later in the road. This is going to be a, a huge story. A huge line. I'm yeah. excited and for the, that. The Mets have always been known to be treating their players shit. Like, shitty team, you know? And so this owner comes in. Yeah, he has a fuck ton of money, but he's still treating the players like shit again. Yeah, well, let's get back on the trade deadline. I just wanted to bring that up. We we're talking Mets. Um, Nats sold a lot, a lot of players who have helped them this year, who helped them in the 2019 World Series. Um, I'm just going to get right into it. John Lesser got traded off the Nats. Get right into the news, you know. <laughs> Lesser goes to the Cardinals. They card, uh, the Nats get Lane Thomas from the Cardinals. Another deal that the Nationals do is um, send a pitcher to the San Diego Padres named Daniel Hudson. San Daniel Hudson, who helped them close out their 2019 championship. All right, I'll say it. Max Scherzer and Trey Turner are a goddamn <laughs> freaking Dodger. All right, I'll say it. I didn't want to say it. I talk no, about it. No, no, no. I'll say no. it. I'll say it. I thought Dodgers, you were just going to forget about it. I thought I, I already forgot about you're it. You're going to run right over it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I can't. 
I can't. I've seen too yeah. many pictures of Mad Max in blue and his his eye, his blue eye in the blue jersey and or the blue like the two up. colors. Yeah, yeah, it's sus. Yeah, I don't like it. Don't like I don't it. Like it. <clears throat> nope. Um, but it's Max Scherzer sus. and Trey Turner, two all. Yeah, Max Scherzer wasn't enough. They got Trey Turner somehow. Also, it's crazy dude. What's the Nats GM's name again? Idiot box. Avila, isn't it Avila? Mike sad? Rizzo. Yeah, Mike, Mike Rizzo. Mike Rizzo. Avila's Mike Rizzo. Uh, Tigers. I hope you're listening to this podcast right now because you just fucked us over. Yep. Real yep. bad, buddy. That's bullshit. You Mike. know it's bullshit too. Ken Rosenthal, <laughs> you know it's stacks now though. You know it's bullshit, Ken Rosenthal. You know it's bullshit too. They fucked us. Fucked Juan but, so yeah. You know what? <clears throat> this Padres team is a team of destiny. So no matter we can't get fucked, we're unfuckable. Yeah, I wanted to talk a little bit about the Ken Rosenthal tweet that he sent out mid midday um, Friday during the deadline. Ken Rosenthal just randomly tweets out Padres are on the verge of acquiring Max Scherzer, and so that just sends us berserk. We went crazy. Oh, I'm on a frenzy. Oh. <laughs> I'm, I'm talking to all our Dodger fans. I was I might get a, I'm a, I was uh, setting a tattoo appointment, you know? <laughs> 2021 champs tat? Yeah. I was getting ready. <laughs> Dodgers sent over Keybert, Ruiz, Josiah Gray, no Gerardo, bias. Carrillo, and Devonovan Casey. A couple Feels like that was one, two, three, four, five in their system. Yeah, it, it was, was like two, three, four, seven, or something like that. I, I don't know, but it's a huge deal. Dodgers get two high caliber players, two of the highest caliber players in the league. I'd say two top twenty-five players they added to their team easily. Yeah, I mean, you know the they only had... issue I have with this is the Dodgers now have a two hundred and eighty million dollar payroll. Like, you hear the, all these Dodger fans, we have the best team, you know, we're always at the best team. Built, well, yeah, not bought. Built, not bought. It's easy. You got an empty check, you know? The owners just have an empty check and uh, unlimited money, it feels like, because they're making these crazy trades all the time. They're always acquiring superstars. They just signed uh, a Cy Young Award winner in the offseason to a record-breaking deal. And then now they get Max Scherzer and Trey Turner from the Nationals in a blockbuster deal. And Max Scherzer is intending on re-signing with the team he was traded to and just so happens to be the Dodgers. So what do they do? They go get a Cy Young. They lose a Cy Young. They get another Cy Young. What do they do to that one? They lose them and they get another Cy Young. What do they lose that? They get MVP who just happens to be having just got released from his team. Oh, you want to come play with us? We'll sign you too. Bullshit. You know, I um to just add a little bit, sprinkle a little bit of my mindset on here. I just don't understand how MLB could have a team that has a fifty thousand dollar payroll and a team that has or a fifty million dollar payroll. My bad, fifty thousand, fifty million dollar payroll. Thank God. To a team that has a two hundred and fifty, two hundred eighty million dollar payroll now. I just don't see how that is fair on any means like 
over two hundred more million dollars in his payroll just because his bad. owner has big pockets. Like this is something MLB needs to go over. And even if the Dodgers don't win the World Series, this is just unfair. Like Literally. they have almost a hundred million more than the number two highest payroll. Holy shit. They have two eighty, the number two is hundred and ninety seven. That's eighty three million more than the number two. Eighty three million <clears throat> separates the number two and basically the number eighteen. That's so unreal in my head. Like I don't see how this is fair on any point. And I'm not trying to be an like a biased fan because the Padres are sitting very nice at number seven, 175 with 25 like under the tax. That's so so this is this is how I think about it. This is what this is what my this is what I think. You can blame it on the big markets have more money, you know, or you can blame it on if they put a cap on, like say that you want, because in MLB right now, there's no salary cap. So the Dodgers could eventually go up to $500 million on their payroll. If If that's what their owner wants to pay, that's what they can do. Yes. But so if you put a cap limiting that to say it's 260, you know, or 250, everyone can be at 250. Way lower than that, buddy. That's way, way too much. <laughs> I'm just putting a number out there as a cap. That's, that's a max. That's not what everyone's going to be able to get. That's the max. Yeah. But if you put it like that, then it's just going to – I feel like it's going to even out, like, the competitive balance. It will. I think every, you have every, to have a max and you have to have a minimum. And everyone has to stay between these lines. We can't have a fifty million and a two hundred and eighty million and all these in betweens. We gotta have a seventy-five and a one seventy-five, like a hundred and two hundred. Like there has to be and then I mean I I don't I don't know. I'm not like a top figure in the sports world. I don't understand how people let this stuff happen. Um we have multiple teams that are in the 50s. Cleveland's 48 million. Are you serious? <laughs> 48 million to 280 million. That's so fair. No. Every sport has a max. We're just going to have to go to that. Baseball didn't have a max because it wasn't a top sport forever. Uh, it seems to be that way now. And it seems that I know money's going up. And so we're going to have to be within the percentages of what you know is going up but i just don't see how this make it lower than 250 there's literally there'll be a new world series champion every single year well i mean i think it has to be be no repeats ever i don't think it could be 250 because there's no one under or no one over 200 besides the dodgers but that's the max. Like that's a cap. Like that's the absolute max you can spend. They shouldn't even be at 280 right now. But we can go lower 220. You know, if no one's even at 200, then you yeah, go. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like if if yeah. I'm looking at this, no one's at 200. Two teams are in 190. Three teams in 180. One 175. You know, so say it's... you go like 180, 190, and that'd be reasonable for everybody. <clears throat> I think 200 is the perfect number. I think if we do like a $75 million minimum and a 200 maximum, I mean, it's still not fair to those lower level teams, 
but that's ownership's problem. Yeah. Not get MLB's problem. Yeah. You know? Get better owners, the guys that own your yeah. team. Get better. <laughs> <laughs> and it's wild to me because it's some like a storied franchises, you know, Orioles suck now, but I mean, you could tell the teams that are not good is because they spend money. I mean, there's definitely some few teams in here like the uh, Mariners are doing well this season. Athletics always find this out, this this way of the game. But after that, uh, the Reds are sitting at 16. I think the, the A's might be the most profitable team in MLB. Every year. Every oh, Rays, year. Rays are down here too, I didn't realize. Um, they're only – they're 26. 70 million. That's wild to me. They just took over first place after a four-game sweep of the Red Sox. Well, let's get back to the trade deadline. That's too Frauds. much. To, well, the Dodgers also got Frauds. Danny Duffy, if you didn't know that either. So they also got another starting pitcher off the market. Who did the Yankees get? <clears throat> we haven't even reached the Cubs, the Cubbies. Yeah, we haven't talked about the Cubs moves. Um, We can talk about Cubs. Yankees get Rizzo, which is wild shocking. to me. Shot that yep. was shocking because seemed the all Sox the way up. might go all the way down to third place. They definitely could because the guy they traded for isn't going to be back for a while. I'm trying to bring up the Rizzo. Um, Forbes, I don't Schwarbs see. Right but yeah, Red Sox got Schwarbs. Um, Yankees get Rizzo. The Mets traded for Javi Baez, and the Giants get Chris Bryant, and then the White Sox get Craig Kimbrell. So the Cubs went full on sell mode. Sell mode. Sell mode. And it's got to be so crazy to be a Cubs fan and a Nationals fan, going from literally having a com- pretty decent team to, and then literally overnight, One. overnight, yeah. you have probably. You're in rebuild mode automatically. <laughs> From this day forward, you are in rebuild mode for the next years. It can take years for them years. to get back. Oh, yeah. Juan Soto's great days are going to be. Juan Soto's going to be like Tony Gwynn on the Padres. Yeah. Literally. Just goaded. Nobody around him. Um, yeah. A while back, MLB did like a. Like, I don't know what you want to call it, but they found out how long a general rebuild takes. And it's about six seasons to do a full rebuild from the moment you start. So Cubs and Nationals have fun being good again in 2027, 2028. Maybe we'll actually get you guys on the pod by then. They got Nick Madrigal, though, so. Yes, that's, that's what I'm start. saying, bro. Good these start. teams made good. good start. Yeah. One thing that I noticed these, about this deadline these, was it was a big it was deadline. Cal- it was yeah. pricey. 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 Right? A lot of freaking um, prospects were yeah. sold. It showed me that a lot of teams didn't value prospects as much as the more teams. Yeah, the Padres, especially <laughs> one team in particular. But yeah, a lot of teams moved. A lot of their top prospects. I mean, the Craig Kimbrell trade, you got Madrigal and you had the uh, Herrera. Uh, Crow. Is that his name? Herrera that went with Madrigal? Cody Her. Cody Her, yeah, something like that. 
but that that's a great trade for them for um, just Craig Campbell. I mean, I think the White Sox are picking up the rest of that salary too, and he was a big salary reliever, so that's a good trade. I saw that the Giants gave up their like 19th and 9th prospect, I think, for Chris Bryant. But Chris Bryant is, I mean, all the the big name three are free agents at the end of the year. Rizzo, Chris Bryant, and Javi Baez. And they all do what? Their first game in the new uni? Homer. All three of those guys hit a homer in their debut. Homer Simpson out on the field, baby. Literally crazy. I think that that's awesome. I mean – they all were talking about how they would love to go back for the Cubs, and that kind of scares me. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, I really liked the trade deadline this year, and I liked where those guys went. You know, it sucks seeing them in a Giants uni, but everyone had Chris Bryant going to the Giants. That was a match made up in heaven, and so did the Giants felt the same way. I thought Rizzo was going to the Red Sox. They talked about that for a while, but – yeah. Like KP went cheap too. He didn't go for much. Who? I feel like, I feel like uh, Chris Bryant went to the Giants for nothing. Like the Giants uh, didn't give the Cubs too much. Um, when it's something, when it's kind of a deal like that, where like Chris Bryant type of deal, I feel like they must like those other guys a lot more than like the Cubs do. You know, like they scouted them a little bit better, or they they see yeah. a little bit, they see a different potential somewhere. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. So he he, but I don't know. He, the, the Giants didn't even give up. They gave up one top ten. Yeah, yeah, for him, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I mean that's definitely a move that the San Diego Padres could have done. And let's let's get on to the San Diego Padres, and they're kind of stunned. Like they're stunned, not made as many moves as we should have, or not filling the needs of what this team needs because AJ Preller has done a great job of fulfilling the needs of the team. You know, every off season we've continually got better, but this trade deadline, we were expected to make big moves. You know, we were interested in pretty much everything and only got a few moves done. Daniel Hudson, Jake Marisnik and Adam Um, Frazier was the big one, but no starting pitching, like we said. Um, And that is probably the thing that the Padres are lacking most. So, thoughts on that? I am confused. It's uh, it's upsetting because it felt like Preller got outbid. Um, and one of the things that I'd like to bring up also is our farm is not as deep as it once was. You know, yeah. we sent our ninth prospect for Marisnik, and he went to be their like twenty ninth over there for the Cubs or something like that. I was reading so. You know, it's not as deep as it was in the past years because of all the moves we've been making. And, you know, hopefully that this draft was a good one for them. And, you know, the drafts aren't the same amount of innings as they were before. You're not getting as many guys as you were before to build and kind of sneak um, talent late in the draft and, like, the seniors of the draft and everything. So, you know, it was kind of an upsetting Trade deadline for Padre fans. I know. I think he's on the move this off season. He was just. I don't think we um, traded anyone. We just drafted this year, though. Yeah, no. We kept everything, all twenty of them, which is weird. I think AJ is very. 
He got something cooking for the offseason, I feel like. There's a lot of free agents this offseason. Yeah. And he, the big thing was him trying to move Hosmer. That's what everyone said was he was trying to move money to well, take on. And nobody wants to I, eat that fool's contract. We can't confirm that. Those That's all. All Twitter lied to us. Twitter, Twitter yeah. liars. Twitter's a big liars now. I don't trust Twitter no more. I'm done okay, with Twitter. Okay, but if this is a national writer, then I mean, I'm gonna believe somewhat of it. Uh, a national writer lied to me on Twitter, so. <laughs> I mean, that's I'm not believing you know, anything. Basically, get your news. So yeah, I don't know what else to tell you. All I'm saying is what the information I have. I'm just gonna delete it. Don't. Don't follow us on Twitter no more. Delete Just Twitter, Instagram, buddy. YouTube, TikTok. No more okay, Twitter. Debbie Downer. Okay, <laughs> we get it. Holy smokes. Um, but yeah, they the Padres didn't make as many moves as I thought they were going to, um, or any at all. It seems like it, you know. And Giants and Dodgers got better. I think AJ stuck a fork in this season. Re- realized all Basically, these guys are yeah. going to be free agents at the end of the year. Yeah. Don't bring on cash. He was looking to move cash probably for this offseason as well. And I think that's going to be the big talk for Padre fans this offseason is who and what you move to free up money is because, you know, I talked about it a while this offseason was where all this money's coming from to pay these guys. We got you Darvish. He's still making a lot of money. Um, and it, it sucks. We're going to have to see Gore here real soon because Lamette is coming back as a bullpen arm only. Um, Chris Clevenger. Paddock just hit the DL. Clevenger's not back probably the rest of the season. You know, so. <clears throat> Definitely. And year with, one of a with, win season. And now I think you're about to break, break the bad news to the Padre fans. Fernando might be out. Low key might be out rest of the season. There were I don't know. They were a little bit more hesitant on talking about this time than they were last time, you know. And Tatis felt a lot better the next day last time this happened than this time. He wasn't. He was sore the next day. He was not feeling as well, you know. And I know they talked about the first day is always the worst because it pops out, pops back in. It's sore, but they said. Reevaluate in ten days, and season-ending surgery is on the table, and that's devastating for Padre fans right now. It's devastating, but if you look at it for the long run, I feel like we need them to do it. I say get the surgery this year, and you come back next year or the year after when the Padres are AJ Preller does all of his work, and we have a good team. You know, well, he'll be. It's not like a a, a big surgery like that. He'll be fine. Yeah, he'll this for back next season, season, but yeah. Um, but it is devastating for this year like you know we're fighting to stay in this race we're fighting to this is year one of the race though yeah this is year year one basically year one of like the the window of opportunity and it sucks i'm sad as a padre fan because you don't know um everything you know cody b had surgery this offseason he's batting a 169 right now four homers yeah you know, it's just it's scary things like that that you don't know the future. And I know Tatis is twenty two, and I trust and believe this kid more than a lot of people in this world. So I'm gonna let that kid and his family take that in control. And hey, man, 
I think this roster is capable of playing in the postseason without him and contending, but it's just definitely uh, detrimental. Yeah, he's definitely the heart and soul of this team. And without him in the lineup, there's just something that's a little bit down um, usually. So, um, but going back to going back to the Tati's injury, my thoughts are um, <clears throat> the sh- his shoulder injury. So it really only hurts when he does a motion of like that he hurt it and you know it's not gonna hurt just sitting there like swinging about or stuff like it won't it literally won't hurt him so it's interesting to see like because it might not even be torn it might not even be like ripped at all it literally must be a, a pull like a slight something so just keeps pulling it yeah like, dislocating it is what happens he keeps dislocating the shoulder oh okay yeah so i don't know what how surgery is could honestly just fix that solid fix like i don't know but if if they recommend it then yes do it now but at the same time like you said he's raking he's literally in the one of the probably one of the best seasons of his early career right now mm-hmm. in the, in the midst of probably an nl mvp champion winner but we don't know that's another question i wanted to bring up Who's the NL MVP now? Because we got Degrom, who's injured till September. He's gonna miss at least a month. Tatis is now on for ten days. Jake Cronenworth. Who's the front runner now? Jake Cronenworth. <laughs> I mean, Cassianos. Yeah, Cassianos, Winker, maybe. Yeah, you know, I mean, Bryce Harper. His feet. It's hard. You know, hard. I mean, Max Muncy's up there in like overall stats, but I don't think. Would you give it to a pitcher though, like Woodruff? It's mm. a good one, but uh, I'd rather give it to Cassianos, on my opinion. But I'm a little biased towards Cassianos. <laughs> yeah, you know, if you're giving it to a pitcher, it's probably Bueller. I mean, I don't know. It's it's hard to say. No, not Bueller. I what don't about, know. What about Mad Max? He's up there. You know, Freddie Peralta is up there. Trey Turner, no cap. Yes. That's Trey, Trey Turner's dirty. Yeah, he's like 320 and 18 or something like that. Urias? Urias? Come on, guys. He's leading the league in wins, guy. Luis? Julio Urias. Okay, okay. <laughs> Wins is such an overrated set. Sorry. How? He's on the team that has a $280 million payroll. Wins in general is just not a set. And since he's lower in he's lower in the rotation, he's facing like other teams four versus four and five pitchers. I don't I don't think that has a lot to do with it. I look at ARA and whip. Strikeouts. Fuck no, I don't care about strikeouts. Whip, most most important. Love strikeouts. Um, I don't know. That's gonna be one to talk about. I mean, honestly, you probably still give it to Fernando at this point. <laughs> still give it to him. <laughs> Maybe Manny if he starts hitting more home runs. Manny's yeah. definitely up there. He's been hot over the last. So he was ten for twenty. You know. So he's hitting 285 and Hosmer's hitting 278. Hosmer's only hitting seven points below Manny. 
Hosmer's exit velo is also 78 miles per hour, too. Guy has the bloopest of bloop hits. I mean, another Degron, he's turned around after they started talking about him getting traded. He's and you know who's like been, an, you know been dog awful? You know who's been dog awful? Caratini, Will Myers. Tommy Fam. Fam. God awful. Ever since Grisham, that, Grisham's way worse though. That bet, if that guy, if he hits three hundred, yeah, since it went popular, yeah, he's been really trash. Yeah, <laughs> I almost wanted to say something bad. <laughs> um, yeah, going back to the trade deadline, we didn't even get to Barrios, Jose Barrios. So after the Padres fell out of Max Scherzer trade, I was like, Pfft. we got to get Barrios. Yeah, we got, we got to somebody. Barrios needed it, and then all of a sudden, Toronto goes, "Here's our number two and number six prospects," and he's a Blue Jay. Started a six innings. 8Ks or something like that. You know who else started today who uh, possibly could have been a San Diego Padre after they missed out on Scherzer and after they missed out on Jose Barrios. Gibby? Kyle Gibson starting today with the Philadelphia Phillies. Shoved six and two-thirds, got the win. Could have probably used that today. I don't even know who the Padres pitched today. Reese Kinner? Got the dub though off a trash Got the team. Dub, yeah, but Come yeah, on, we're all uh, playing the worst road team in OB. <laughs> they actually the last fifty four games we have the same exact record as the Colorado Rockies. Yeah, yeah. that means that. we're the worst. We're the worst road team in MLB. Then we're saying exactly five hundred last fifty four games. Good, you know, I that's fine. But Phillies did get Cal Gibson and Ian Kennedy. Um. From Which, the Rangers, I would love to have both of them on the on their team, bro. I just don't. I, I mean, I know they're having great years, but I feel like both of them are. You just ride waves with these guys, type of guys like waves. these. You just ride waves with them. I'm not giving you know? up top prospects for these guys, though. Is what I'm saying because I just don't believe in either of them. I mean, I get. I know you ride waves, the hot hand, but. I'm in AJ's mindset right there. I'm not giving top prospects for well, two it's guys. Well, it's a perfect move for the Phillies then because they're in a win-now mode necessarily. Mm-hmm. Phillies aren't in playoffs as of right now, and I think that has a lot to do with AJ's mindset too. He said this team just needs to get there, I think, is his mindset. You know, as soon as playoffs happen, anything uh, can happen. Anything can happen. And I think anybody his, can heat up. Yeah, his attitude right now is just just get there and see what this team does. Well, it's just thinking, looking into like the future right now. If the season ends today, we're playing a one guard, one game playoff with the Dodgers. So Max Scherzer versus you, Darvish, would most likely be the case. And I love that we raked off Max Scherzer last time we faced him. Yes, literally Which, love that. I do not prefer that. I would. I mean, I would much rather face like someone else but <laughs> i don't even know if max will be their opening day starter or I mean, the like playoff starter they have Wa- walker bueller is killing it i know kershaw's hurt right now but he's supposed to come back next week so i don't know they don't respect bueller bro they don't respect bueller they don't and i don't know why <laughs> they don't respect i said him. this going into the season he should be their number two and then, then they put the rapist bauer in front of him <laughs> And I'm just and look where we're at now. Yeah, look where we're at. Now. They got Scherzer instead of Bauer because yeah, Bauer can't keep his shit together. Yeah, that's how they 
punish people in MLB. Unreal. Yeah, now the show it can't be fun. You know, <laughs> franchise mode, no point playing no it. No point. <laughs> Dodgers have four Cy Young and four MVPs on their team. <laughs> no fun. No point. Hey Dodgers, you took all the fun out of that game too. Yeah, Fake ain't real. Frick. <laughs> Mariners get Diego Casillo. Dodgers are like negative 190 million on the luxury tax thing. <laughs> I, I bet <laughs> they're like you can't make no trades. You, you can't even cut your own player at this point. You still owe them. No point to cut them. Uh, Mariners weird trade deadline. I think one of the weirdest teams in MLB. They're in contention in the AL wild card. They trade Kendall Graveman away. And then they bring in Diego, Diego Castillo. Castillo. Castillo's great. I really like him. I know he blew the game for him the other night, but I like this guy. I wish the Padres would have made a move for this guy. He throws hard and strikes people out a lot. Those are the type of guys that I like on my team. And I think that's a great move for them because they lost their best relief pitcher. Why not just add? Blue Jays. We talked about it earlier, them adding arms. They got another one, Brad Hand from Nationals. That's the Riley Adams trade right there. Um, Brad Hand for Riley Adams. And then the other big trade who I really thought the Padres were going to get, they were going to make a big deal with Texas to get Joey Gallo, but it's the Yankees. Yankees have Rizzo and Gallo. They didn't have any lefties um, going in at this point of the season. Lefties power hitting for them has been terrible. Power outage. And then um, now they had two great hitting lefties, two of the better hitting lefties in the league. Um Rizzo, we talked about earlier, homered in his first game, homered in his second game also. Rizzo starting out hot. I haven't really heard much about Gallo. He is wearing 13, though, last since A-Rod. Damn, that's fire. No cap. Yeah, Rizzo's worn 48. 44 is retired by Reggie Jackson, Mr. October. Why don't you think the Rockies traded Trevor Story or John Gray or Daniel Bard, any of them? They did nothing because their owners suck too. <laughs> they suck at treating players too. I thought they were gonna trade at least one of them. They did. They nothing, can't get dude. that dude. They did. They traded Aaron Otto for literally his cousin. They're like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> they're like, oh, you you want your cousin? His cousin is just as good as him. Trust me. <laughs> Trust me. He could be his twin brother, not even cousin. Oh, my God. He could be his twin brother. That's how good he is. You won't even notice he's gone. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why they didn't trade away Story or Gray. They're both free agents at the end of the year. I know they're going to tag on the the extra pick so they get a pick if they sign to a new team. But this is just stupid, man, you know. Everyone was getting such high pick or like players and prospects, and you don't make a single move 
I think they are the absolute losers of the deadline. No, no, because what about the Boston Red Sox? It's already biting them in the ass. They're already out of first place. They didn't do nothing on the trade deadline. Well, they added Schwarber, but but that's he ain't it. back yet. And then they, they get swept. Chris Sale's on the IL. They should have got a pitcher, bro. Sale's back next week, though. But for the first time in two years, though, yeah, he hasn't, he hasn't time, pitched in two years. Like, Don't trip. He's not. Well, he good. had his Sales he had his rehab game, five innings, like eight Ks, was dicing people up. You got eighteen year olds. How does that make him feel? Just confidence boosted up. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yes, sir. That definitely make that. It's like taking candy from a baby, <laughs> striking out eighteen year olds. Oh, my confidence would be through the roof. I'd be dancing on the mound. <laughs> Astros get reliever Phil Matone, former Padre from the Indians. Indians just sold off. They should have sold everyone, honestly. Wish they sold everyone. Open A's got Stan Mill. Andrew Chafin. Yeah. yeah Oakland A's should have got Andrew. Story, too, but I guess they didn't want to make a good offer. Yeah, I don't, I don't know why they didn't do the, uh, do that trade. That's exactly who I thought they were gonna get. They he fills a void in that team, but Starling Marte, um, we talked about it on I'm pretty sure Wednesday's live. I can't remember. This was right before the deadline happened, but um, Marte did play center. Um, He's going to line up in center every day for them till the offseason. You know, a lot of these guys that got traded are free agents at the end of the year. That's why I apologize. But they do get first choice at signing with the team they got traded to. True. That's definitely true. I mean, they have a while to talk extensions and such. Well, that, this, the deadline's so, like, um, impressive and not impressive but just like a lot of guys figure out if they like places you know like that's definitely one of the reasons why Manny Machado is of Padre right now because he got traded to the Dodgers and you damn well know the Dodgers were going to go after him when he was a free agent so the fact yeah. that he got traded there and then oh I don't really like this culture here blah blah let me go somewhere else well guess what nicer weather People are a little bit nicer right down the five freeway. <laughs> it's the only sports team in the town, so you got a, literally a whole city on your back. No big deal. We'll take it. Uh, yeah, I think that we talked about a lot of the trade deadline. You know, there's a lot of winners, a lot of losers. I'm definitely going to classify the Padres as a loser at this deadline. I know that we got an all star at the deadline. Weenie. And that's going to help us out right now as Tatis is out. But not getting a starter and not knowing, like, who's going to line up every fifth day for this team right now. A little sketchy. It's rough. It's rough to be a Padre fan right now. You know, we're choosing to win future than win now. And, you know, it's as as it is. Kind of. I mean, he is. We have guys, okay? We have guys. Blake Snell is just not performing right now. And no pitchers performing right now. Everyone has – they've all been sat down, though. Like, they've had conversations. Like, just like a boss would have a conversation if you're doing your job shitty. Someone's going to sit you down and let you know you're doing the shitty. Time is sober up. That's what happened to Blake Snell. That's what happened to Eric Hosmer. 
That's what happened to all these guys, you know? Okay, they were well, telling- I'm not as worried as Blake Snell as I am the health of Lamette or Chris Paddock every day. I trust Snell more than Paddock. And Paddock's know, on these- IL. Okay, so do you trust Snell or do you trust Reese Kinnear? IL. What happens when Paddock struggles, bro? He's always going to the IL. <laughs> He's never actually hurt, though. I'm just doing great this year. You don't know that. We love it better than last year. We're looking for the future anyways. I hate guys. I low-key hate when some guys play through, like, injuries. Like, if they're hurt, you know? Not if they're, like, if it's bugging them, but if they're hurt. Like, you're just, you're just ruining it for the team. Why you would don't you got not your want stuff. Tati's to the surgery then? What? Why would you not want Tati's to get the surgery then? Because there's only a month left of two months left in this in this year. If he, he, you're just contradicting wait. yourself, buddy. No, if we can wait until the off season, I'd I would do that because he's literally but if on Tati's fire. Tati's is not full, like hundred percent. Why even play him? Like you're saying, because his injury is different than this. his his shoulder injury is different than Paddock's oblique injury that he just tapped into fucking. Any injury is an injury, guy. You don't know that. You literally don't know that. Yeah, I agree with Roman. You're not part of this staff. Yeah. <laughs> if it hurts them, it hurts them. You can't say whether it hurts them or not. Just saying. Sometimes guys don't actually are, aren't hurt. Need to go to the aisle to just not everyone's chill out. Pussy, Paddock is. <laughs> Coming from, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I would hit Paddock literally 500 feet, just like the rest of the MLB hitters right now. All he does is throw 95 right down the middle. Fuck, I can hit that. And then he throws a changeup. Oh, fuck, I can hit that too. I doubt it. You wouldn't be sitting here doing Where a podcast. <laughs> That's all I have to say is we, we are sitting here doing because, a podcast. Because I can hit one MLB pitcher. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, because I can hit one dude. Yep. I don't think you can hit him. No chance. Yeah. No, no chance. chance. All right, well, I think that wraps up Average Stakes Trade Deadline Recap. Football's right around the corner. We're going to drop some football content I later this that. week. All our NFL viewers coming back. I know some people don't like MLB. We'll be back at it. Don't worry. Don't forget, Mondays and Wednesdays live, 8 o'clock. Um, there will be squares. The sports app. Like, subscribe, follow us everywhere. Average takes to the moon. Nothing wrong with being average.